How did Nick Cage not win every acting award in every category at every award ceremony in 1989? Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Vampire's Kiss. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s, and then we talk about it. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of you two hosts, and with me as always, maybe, uh, Jamie, I can't see you. Are you Are you really there? Am I a vampire? Are you possibly a vampire? Is that how <laughs> vampires work? They can't see each other through oh, Zoom, Skype, <laughs> etc.? <cetera. laughs> Well, it is nighttime. I do like the night. I don't know. I didn't know. I was, I was, yes, I am here and I can see you. You're right. (laughs) I threw you already. Well, I was, I was getting into my notes and it was like watching the movie all over again. So I'm sorry. (laughs) And we did just talk for 15 minutes just for our patrons. Uh, So maybe that's a reason to join our Patreon, but we can't, we can't contain ourselves. Like we can't. Like, I'm so distracted right now. I was like, why are you just introducing the podcast? You should just introduce what why we're about we to talk about. Why are we halfway into this right yeah, now? Why I'm so aren't excited. we talking about his interaction with a cabbie for some reason? <laughs> what about those mimes? Wife? What about the mimes? Twice. <laughs> Twice. You you not only have to see mimes when he enters a building and has a lengthy phone call, they're still there doing the same, like, the four slapping step routine. Bit. Yeah. The slap, the open hand <laughs> slapping routine. It's so popular with mimes. Oh, this movie. This gem of a film. So we're here talking about Vampire's Kiss from 1989, directed by Robert Bierman. Jamie might surprise you. Just want to let you know, Robert Bierman directed one and only feature film. This is the one and only. Yes. Wow. It's not like he's not directing. He just moved into TV after this. Okay. TV movies, um, TV shows, like he's still working today. So good for him. This just didn't quite make his work out. Yeah, it didn't launch him into stardom, I guess. Okay. For as much as we enjoyed it, and we'll ruin it right now, we love this. Absolutely. Um, I don't think people knew what the hell this was. Like, I I could understand people watching it at the time scratching their heads a bit. Just, yeah, yeah, scratching their heads, not understanding, like, is this a horror movie? Is this a comedy? Is it a commentary on on life? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, how are you ending this? Is this a commentary on Nick Cage? Because clearly it is. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. So uh, it stars Nick Cage. Uh, Jennifer Beals is hanging out in this movie, too, for some reason. She is. She's a sexy little vampire. Her name came up, and I was like, look at that flash dancer. Is this, a- this is after Flashdance, correct? This is after Flashdance. Yeah. Yes. So they were they were kind of banking in on her little sexy dance self coming. She does. She, she does what she's supposed to do in it, and she does a good role. My angel. My angel. <laughs> <laughs> 
When he serves coffee to no one in bed, I, <laughs> I loved it. There's a couple of times he's imagining that she's there and he's not. Oh my God! This this movie, yes, and and also uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. So she was in the Running Man, and she was also had a small part in um, Fear City. Ah. I know it's one that may be lost, but it was in our Billy December. Ah, there we go. Well, I think she, she was a stripper she's, or something. I don't know. She's lovely in it. She's a very scared secretary, and <laughs> very. The whole time, actually. I would be scared, too, if that was my boss, if I had oh, to work I, with that I man. I couldn't even I'd imagine. I'd be terrified. Could you imagine that? And and also, like, I guess these other secretaries aren't his? Well, it is a room full of... It's a... Well, I like the one secretary, too. There's the one that has the random lines, like, thank God it's Friday. I'm so tired of being in this. That's when he's walking around with his sunglasses on. She's like, he's so eccentric. Oh, yeah, that's the one where he picks up the rubber duck off her desk and drops it in the garbage. She's like, he's so eccentric. I like the old lady who in the bathroom oh, is yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? And then she stares directly at the camera like, I nailed it. I crushed <laughs> that line. All right. So let's get into this movie. It's 1984, you said, right? 1989. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. It's in the 80s. You got it. No, this is, yeah, this is... Uh, like I said earlier, it's it's right after Moonstruck. And you had mentioned for our patrons that you watched the commentary for this. Mm-hmm. Um, did did Nick? Of course n- I did. I'm going to watch it every day now. <laughs> yeah, like, you are motivation. Like who needs thing. who needs daily meditations? You're just going to like take your, all right. of your like influence <laughs> from his I'll acting. Do, um, yeah, Nick I'll Cage's do like ten choices. minutes with Nick Cage every morning. I'm totally fine I'm with good. that. I'm good. I'm settling in in my system here. Um, did they did. Did, was there mention of drug use? Like, was he just caffeinated? How did this performance energize? No, there was a lot of him. And I'm okay with that. I just, he's yeah. such a, it's such a pumped up performance. Yes. No, there, there, <laughs> he didn't mention drugs at all. Um, there was a whole lot of like him responding, like, I'm not, I don't know where I was in my head at this time and stuff like but that. But that's also kind of like, he was that into it, maybe. Sure. You know, into yes. the, doing yeah. the performance. Just perfectly, yeah. amazingly well. This is a career-making performance, a career-defining performance, yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, this is something that I think all actors should strive to do this at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is all you get, if this is your only shot, but this is what you deliver... You should be very proud Kudos. of what you've accomplished. I agree. And it really, it's like he pours every ounce of his acting, every corner he dusts out and he puts out there in performance. Every accent that he's ever done, every, every emotion that he's ever felt. It really is like a Nick Cage explosion happening. Yes. For all of us to see. But, but so finely <laughs> tuned into this... So he plays this gentleman who, right away when the movie starts, he's on a, a psychiatrist's couch, right? He's we talking, see that he's in therapy and right. that they make that very apparent by having it the first scene. Yeah. And it's very, very important to what his character is and what's happening in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it keeps coming back as like a grounding point for us. When mm-hmm. he's really in, in his maddening days, he's calling her on the weekends. Is he, I thought, 
when he calls her and she's at home and it's like clearly she's like in her nightgown and looking at her calendar, is that Alba's brother that's with her? That's what I was I could have sworn it was Alba's brother because I was like, oh, where's this going? <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I guess she's just dating some younger man who may or may not be of Hispanic descent like i really did not know but i thought the same thing immediately and that's when i was like well wait is nick cage just imagining that she's dating alba's (laughs) brother is this all just in his head has he just been under the couch in his apartment for three weeks yeah i had no idea his name is peter Loeb, by the way oh there we go peter Loeb. that's right mr Loeb. Really just having relationship issues is what it seems like at first. He's talking, yeah. again, his delivery of all of his lines. He, this is just the very first we see him. But even here he says something about like, yes, I wanted her very badly. And just just the delivery of the that. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Uh, uh, I, but that's not even what it is. It's, it's, a, it's an accent that is... Not defined. Un- undefined. Yeah. No boundaries. Later on, he does say that he grew up in Philadelphia, but now lives in New York. There's nothing in between. No. There's no extensive stays in some uh, unidentified European country for most of his Hell, life. Or I'll anything. Take s- South Africa. Tell me that yeah. you were spent some sure. time there. Yeah. Whatever that accent is, I don't go know. for it. Or just like I grew up in California because it sounds very surfer. Yeah, he does have a little surferish vibe. It sounds like a pretentious surfer, which sounds very bizarre, <laughs> but that is what it sounds like. It's it's really strange, and at times it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. At other times, he backs it's it up a bit, kind of light, and other times it's non-existent. Not even there. Wouldn't even know that he was to have an accent. So after this, it hard cuts to. A club, a New York club. We go to clubs a lot. When he's at the club as a vampire at mm. the end. Of <laughs> and he's just running around it like with his I, bloody mouth. And I knew you hadn't watched this yet, but I took so many pictures of the screen with my phone when he's <laughs> walking through that club with his big eyes and those giant plastic teeth in Oh, my there. God. When he buys the plastic teeth, I was like. Hey. I was like, I can't send these to her. I don't want to ruin any of this. Oh, but it's so good. He has, I I guess it's his yeah. daddy girlfriend. Mm, I think they're, you know, when like you're you're in that world and you're not dating yet, you're seeing each other. I think sure. it's the seeing each other phase. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're right. Nobody, if you're dating somebody and have been dating somebody for a long time, you're never this excited about the possibility of having sex. Right, Is that what right. you're saying? <laughs> you're never, you're never standing on opposing ends of the room, tearing your own clothes off. I mean, they're getting, they're ready. Yeah. He takes her back to, I guess it's his apartment and I, I hope it's his apartment. <laughs> <I hope laughs> yeah, we're just, yeah. At the end, it's not revealed. Some guy walks in and it's like, what happened here? What's been going on here? But yeah, they're in the throes of little relationship passion mm-hmm. here. And, um, this was weird because the, the so all of a sudden a bat comes out and scares the fuck out of her. But I'm not sure if she's scared because she's kind of laughing, but then maybe she's crying and she's screaming. But she runs out of the apartment with just her underwear on, 
and there's a little boy in the apartment building that kind of sees her. His mom has to pull him back. And <laughs> yes. he I love this kid's mom has to be like, all right, you've seen enough yeah, movies right, for today. Right. Well, because she runs inside. out. I mean, I guess I would be startled, too, if a you know, mm-hmm. bat flying around. But she's screaming, and I really wasn't sure if she was sad or she was mad or she was... But then they're laughing at the well, end. They, they laugh. Yeah. Well, they laugh and it that's up. The, the, like, I feel like most people in this movie are not acting with Nick Cage or cannot act with Nick mm-hmm. Cage because I don't know that they'd be able to. So I love the fact that most of the conversation with her is over the phone so she oh, can yeah. just be on her own and do her thing because clearly if she's with Nick Cage, she's trying to play it's off chaos. of his energy. Yeah. And you're right. It's it's so bizarre because we don't know the reaction because they do just like leave his apartment and yeah. get in a cab and both drive away they stumble off and so i'm like are they very drunk what's happening but they're having a good time and like i said they're kind of a couple um and this, this is when this he woman has woman his... is this woman is casey lemons by the way i don't know if you know her she's she's a Lady lemons. good director nowadays oh look at that so, that's good all for her this is when he when he gets sort of the car he's got this weird laugh that he does throughout besides his weird accents he will either ha 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 laugh or ha like he's got these wackadoo laughs, cries. I, I, this is great. I, I can't. When the bad comes in, he starts going, shoo, <laughs> shoo, shoo. And she's losing her mind. She's like, are you just yelling shoo at the bad? Shoo, shoo. Yeah, he says it in a way like the bat, like the bat's been there before. And then I like how later he confesses to his therapist that the bat kind of turned him on being it in there. It is awesome when he's like, oh, I like how a total boner because huh? of this bat. It was really great. And she's like, but you were making out and going to have sex with Yeah, she's he's like, but like, weren't you aroused before that? And he was like, yeah, but I, I think the, the bat. Like, it was totally the bat. Yeah. It was so awesome. <laughs> Should I be afraid of this? <laughs> Later she's like, remember you were telling me about, about that bat you were trying to do? And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I and also here's one thing I have to say. I looked it up online because other people had this same thought. This movie is 100 percent American Psycho way before American Psycho. <laughs> and this movie, and and I even thought for a second because I was like, oh, American Psycho was a book and it was written by uh, what's his name, Brett Easton Ellis. And I was like, well, that was probably written in the eighties. No, it was written in 91. Oh. I guarantee you he watched this movie and was like, I'm going to do something like this. I'm motivated. Yeah. It really like at the end, it feels a hundred percent like American psycho. He's crazy. He's so crazy. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I, I love it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. okay. So he goes to work. He also, he is a... He works for a literary agent? Yes. See? I don't know what he does. Oh, uh, I don't know either. I he's, a... he's just an agent. He's just a literary agent. Yeah, but he doesn't... Yeah, and he's got the client, the one client who's a... He can't find his contract. It's lost yes. in the... So he, he calls in his secretary... Um, Basically, he tells her that he's going to give her like a very hard job that she's not going to like doing, <laughs> and that nobody else wants to do it. But there's there's something there's a contract missing from this ginormous file that goes on for weeks. Really, this file is a never ending file. She has stayed at the office till midnight multiple times, 
looking through this file we for this dang contract. We see possibly a single file cabinet yeah. in this place, and it is, it's the big, it's the issue of the week, which is, we can't find this, you haven't found it, when are you going to find it, we need to find it, that appears to be her only job she says she's had other work to do that's why okay. she's like i've got things to do and i don't deserve my but eventually it becomes her soul like that's all he expects her to do right and i guess exactly. the other workers are great but yeah he puts her on this mission to find this missing this missing contract in the file he's also we see this and we get a sense of this he's obsessed Besides in therapy talking about love, with love. This is when he looks out the window and he watches the people getting the hot dog at the hot dog making stand, out making out each other. Vendor. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, love. Oh, oh. His crazy love soliloquy at the end of this movie <laughs> is kind of super amazing. <laughs> it, is, it is wonderful. And to watch him deliver it simultaneously to his therapist yeah. and to the side of a building. I like it's how they really did that. Wonderful. I like how they did that. And he left with that girl, allegedly. <laughs> and, then, and I like when he confesses all the things to his psychiatrist, too. He's oh, like, I might have maybe raped somebody. Might have raped I some- might have. She's like, oh, it's no big deal. I also killed someone yesterday. People die all the time. Yeah. It's all right. Don't worry about it. You'll tell the time in this city. She's such an easygoing therapist. Anyway. Yeah, so this is when we go back to the therapist. This Mm -hmm. is when he talks about having the dream about the bat. Or she brings Mm -hmm. it up and he doesn't remember any of this. So this is when we start to get the idea like, oh, did that happen? Is it, was it a dream? Yeah, we're confused. Yeah. And who's the vampire? You know, listen, it's called Vampire Kiss, right? Right. So I'm like, oh, who's this? Is he a vampire and he doesn't know it yet? Is that what it is? Is the bat what is happening here? I also wrote right here in my notes, but I'm sure this happens many times in my notes. What is this accent? (laughs) It's from... And it becomes... It gets very confusing at the start because he's leaving the bar with this woman with this insane accent, but then starts to be like, oh, your carriage awaits, milady. No, yeah. I'm like, wait, you went from one crazy accent into another. I don't know what your real voice is. And it probably isn't until this time where we start to get a sense of, oh, this is what he's doing. Like, this yeah. is a choice by him. I don't understand it, and I don't know what it's supposed to be, but this is who he is. This is who he is. Well, this is when he goes to the bar, or another bar. Yes. And this is when he meets Jennifer Beals, correct? Right. Okay. Yes. And he hits on her for her earrings. Well, first there's two guys having a weird conversation, and he leaves their conversation. They're having like a conversation about IR uh, it's like, like an taxes. IR, yeah, it's like a financial yeah. conversation. Uh-huh. Like, uh, what do you think, Peter? And he's like, oh, I think that's really great. I'm just going to go over here right now. I know that's not his accent, but it's all I can <laughs> that's do. good. That's it. It's a good one. It's a good one. But then he slips over and he right away hits it off with, with um, Mrs. Beals. Um, we'll yeah, call let's her. call her Mrs. Beals. <laughs> it's like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> like you said, he compliments her earrings. And then it really is like cut to him on his bed. She's on top of him. She's kind of got no clothes on or not much. Yeah, I think she's got her panties on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, was Nick Cage afraid to take his shirt off in this movie? There's a lot of sex scenes, and he Where always he's pretty has close. shirt and shorts Maybe on. it was so that when there was the blood, the blood could splatter. 
You think that's what it was? Because she basically dry humps the side of his body, but is really going for his neck. Right. She's a vampire. It's a great reaction. Like, I've seen so many vampire movies where people get bit, and they don't freak out the way he does. Like, he's trying to get away. He's Uh wiggling and yelling. And finally just gives in. It's like, all right, okay, all right, okay, let's do yeah. all right. And she's in it, right? She's vampire she's in, in it. it to up. win it, yeah. Mm-hmm. The next day, I love it. He cuts himself. Like, he has shaving cream on, so we can't really see this vampire bite, even though right. we know clearly that's what happened. And he's shaving and cuts himself shaving. Oh, and, and boy, what a Band-Aid. What a band-aid that sticks around through the whole movie. (laughs) And also, like, this is another thing where at one point he's in front of the mirror and almost takes the band-aid off and then decides, nah, I better leave this thing on. Yeah. So uh, he's not even really bitten, right? (laughs) This is all just in his own Yeah, we don't see for sure if he is. And then he goes and has the imaginary cup of coffee with (laughs) her in the bed and is, like, joking with her. And she's not there, right? Yes, but again, his performance of walking into this room with coffee, Mm -hmm. serving it to no one in bed, and as it's revealed no one's there, his hands start shaking and coffee's spilling all over the place. And again, I think that was just his choice. He's like, I'm just going to shake at the end, and we'll just see. Because it's showing my character getting crazier and crazier. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. Now is when he's on the museum date, and he leaves his girlfriend at the museum, and she calls him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to tell him because it is wrong you don't really I didn't really register at first what was happening I was like is this another girl no this is his girlfriend right. they're at a museum and he's just he just leaves and she realizes that he's left and now calls her to just basically say like fuck you and he's like fuck you too sister <laughs> he's just laying on his couch listening to the message going and I'll fuck you too and the music is hilarious because she calls to break up with him and the music's like, bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Is mm-hmm. that what this movie's about? Relationships? Which it might be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Oh, now we're back at the shrink's office. Yeah. This is after he's had his vampire weekend, right? And she's like, so? What's going on? How was the weekend? And he's like, nothing earth shattering. You know, nothing crazy. Um, I cut myself shaving. What does he say? I guess I was I was keyed up because she's like, why did you? How did you cut yourself? Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I, I was getting. Is this sort of? He's like, yeah. Um, I guess I was I was really horny. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I was uh, pretty drunk and I was pretty horny. All right, thanks, thanks for that. She's earning her money by talking to this uh. maniac. <laughs> we have these two storylines, basically, which is him and his relationship with this vampire woman who probably isn't real. And then, right. like you said, his work relationship with his secretary, Al- Alva, <laughs> and this file that he and she and nobody can find. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. And even at one point, the guy, because he... Is this, yeah, this is what happens. This is when he brings her in. And he's like, I don't see it on my desk. <laughs> it's because you haven't done your job. Now I got to talk to this guy. I, he called. I got to talk to him. And you got to sit here and listen to this song and dance that I got to do. Uh, it is a song and dance. <laughs> and this guy could not be nicer on the phone. No. I love his... Where he's like, hey, listen, I know you're busy. It's not a big deal. Don't worry. Or if you can't find it, listen. I gotta run. I, I you know what? Yeah. Take your time. 
I think he's like, I'm on vacation anyway, so don't worry about it. We're all good. And he looks at her and he's like, well, you see how awkward that was now for me. (laughs) I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. He was so pissed. He was so pissed. But now he's determined. Like, this is, like you said, this is his mission at work, that to ruin her life. I forgot one of the best uh, lines of this whenever, after he's like, am I getting through to you, Alva? (laughs) This is when he points He's to pointing. her. We've all seen memes. <laughs> Folks, online, if you just type Nick Cage in, you've seen every meme. Every Nick Cage meme, like 80% of them are from this movie. And if he's ever great. making There's those big crazy eyes, it's from this movie. Mm-hmm. Is he pointing? It's from this movie. Is he saying, which one did I send you? The one where he says, I love you. And then he's like yeah. throwing up. <laughs> it's from this movie. <laughs> Everything you've ever seen is from this movie because he's just allowed to do whatever he wants. Yes, he's permitted to just be free. Be free, Nick Cage. Be and he free. went to a fortune teller, I assume, and she looked into his future and was like, there's going to be these things called memes, so you might want to just amp up this performance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what what is the diner? Yeah, what does he shout at the diner? So he's at the diner and he's... I had to put on closed captions because at first I thought yeah, he what called did he someone say? a hoe. I thought he, he said grease hole. Grease hole. Okay. Yes. I thought he said grease out. I know. I had to watch it twice and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was tough. Because if you don't think he's a bad person, because, you know, you might be confused. You might be like, I don't know. He's Nick Cage. He's kind of fun. And if you don't think he's a bad person, he's yelling at this waiter at a diner for not waiting on him. And yeah, then he yells grease hole and runs outside. Oh, he's, <laughs> this is when he leaves the diner and all of a sudden... Does he have a hot neck? He just like does. he. <laughs> I mean, you can't people, see this. It's just like it's just this jaw. Like he opens it. He opens <laughs> and closes his mouth a lot. Like and he holds on to the side of his neck. Like it's as if it's like he had a hot neck. Like all of a sudden he walked out of this diner mad, and now his neck is on fire, and he's reacting to the neck fire. So exactly. he's like, yeah, but without sound. <laughs> He does this all without sound. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant performance. So, yeah, he leaves the diner and has this crazy um, reaction to his neck because I guess he must be feeling the vampire bite. He goes into his hotel. This is when the mimes are outside the hotel and he makes a call on the payphone to his sec to But where is he? This is just a random hotel that he walked into because this is not where he lives. No, but he needed to use the phone, right? This is when he calls his therapist to be like, can I see you? I need to see you again. Exactly. Yeah, he calls his (laughs) therapist. Later when he calls his therapist with those teeth. And he's like, sooner. I need to see sooner. Even she's like, do you have a cold? What's <laughs> happening? Like, oh, yeah, I have a cold. And again, I feel like that was his choice. He was like, <laughs> what do I do about the vampire teeth? Of course teeth? it is. All of this is his choice. I guarantee you he brought those plastic teeth to set. It was like, Brilliant. this is what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you said earlier that we see a couple of mimes fighting us. Yeah. <laughs> outside. It's a mime slap fight Yeah, that we see on the way in and then again on the way out. Oh, wait, he doesn't call to call his psych. He calls his therapist, sorry, but he also calls his girlfriend to right. say... Like he wants a second chance. Like I just wasn't myself, and it was if, an illness. Yeah, <laughs> it was an illness. Maybe I can make it up to you. Kind of just an ill. That was funny at the art gallery because she's like, "What do you think of this piece?" And he goes, "I gotta take a piss." <laughs> and it just walks out the door and just leaves. She's just he's just done. 
But she agrees to meet him again. And yes, right. mimes are slapping the shit out of each other all over this scene. It's pretty great. Again, he's in the mirror. He likes to wear a suit and tie when he goes out. Because even when he's out in the beginning scene. He's, he is put together at times yeah. in this movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when he's at work, he's not. When he's not wearing socks. And for some reason, the receptionist has to notice that. Yeah. <laughs> she stares right at those ankles. This is a very, this is when he's at his apartment and there's a knock at the door. Yeah. But then there's nobody there. And it is such a Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead 2 performance when he's just like backing in, in the chair. like nodding, like, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, did you notice by the door there's like a little, like a hanger of, for like coats and stuff and there's a purse hanging. Whose purse is that? No. Yeah, there is. I think. I'm sure, at it's not it's like a trendy... Man's bag. Maybe it was a man bag. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. He freaks out about the knot. He's literally, I wrote, literally slack jawed. Oh, because (laughs) this is when he leaves. So he can't leave the apartment. He has, like you said, he's got, he has a reaction to the no knock. And then when he does go to try to leave the apartment, uh, Jennifer Beals steps down and is like, oh. Did you think, my angel, that you were going to... I wasn't going to be jealous of you going out somewhere else? Yeah. And he literally... I'm a jealous mistress. He literally just stands there with his slack jaw, with his mouth wide open, doesn't say anything. It's just like, oh. (laughs) And she leads him up the stairs. That's why I'm like, I don't know how anybody was playing off of him, because I can't imagine that was in the script. For her to yeah. say a bunch of stuff and for him to not move. So I'm like, how is Beals dealing with any of this? I think you had to know the performance you were going in with. And that's why she was like, all right, I'm just the sexy vampire. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. What I'm yeah, she do. really is like, if you're going to do this, fine. I'll do the same mm-hmm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be just as crazy and weird and creepy as you. Mm-hmm. Let's get these scenes done. <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. I got better things to do, Nick Cage. I understand this is your movie. Fine. So she, he misses his, his date or he misses his meetup with his girl because he's distracted by vampire. But now we're back at his office. Did I miss anything? No, Was there no, no, anything? Did I rush no, they through go, that? They go back upstairs and have another bite session. Mm-hmm, but I think mm-hmm. it's just scenes of the pre... Like, it, it almost seems like discarded footage from the other yeah. one. Yeah, she's in the same undies. He's making mm-hmm. almost the same reaction. A little less surprised, I guess, that right. it's happening. Um, more moaning, less screaming. Right. You know, like he's more into it this time. Um, but yeah, now he's back at his office and he's screaming. Screaming. Alva! <laughs> but the best thing is we've seen up until this point, every time he's screaming or every time he's at work, we're in his office. Mm-hmm. I love that now we're out at her desk and just watching her go, oh my God, I can't believe this. Just listening to him scream from in his over office Over and over, over again. And over. This is when yep. he just says her name over mm-hmm. and over again. Alva! And just watching him run out of his office, not run, walk very fast out of his mm-hmm. office, Go to and jump up on a desk. Mm-hmm. Like, lit, like, just like jump onto a desk and point and go, there you are. <laughs> it's so weird. And then her reaction is to run away. She just bolts. She's like, I can't with you. And she bolts and figures she should hide in the ladies' room, but he follows her right in there. Follows he doesn't right care. In. He doesn't care at all. No, he's, he's half vampire at this point. Right, right. He's just lo- loony Bennett. And she's scared. Like, she is. He's really tipping. Like, he's over the edge, and she knows it. 
and well, she's she's a little fearful of them. Yeah, if you're dealing with your employee and they threaten to shoot you with the gun that they have in their purse, mm-hmm. that's you should maybe back off at that point. And it is a weird turn because he really does. Like he yeah, turns on a say. dime. To be like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, that was, uh, I can't believe, uh, and he seems really embarrassed that he's in the mm-hmm. bathroom and everything, mm-hmm. and then he kind of just leaves, but then it's a cut to he and these other dudes just, like, laughing about oh. sexual assault. Yes, then it's a weird, because he clearly, because she mentions, besides that she's going to shoot him with the gun, that she's going to talk to some supervisor, and then he's clearly laughing with said supervisor and some other dudes and sort of making fun of Alba yeah. for um, just, just making really, fun of her. It really is like rude. all these dudes, executive, not executives. But again, whatever. did that really happen? I don't know. It's just like right? American Psycho. Is he mm-hmm. mean, are they exchanging these business cards or not is any of that yeah. real i don't yeah. know what's going on mm-hmm. because it really is all these dudes sitting around laughing like i can't believe she asked for a raise because you chased her around the office into the bathroom and then we see like the secretary area it's just ladies like it's mm-hmm. just women there and it's just these men sitting around laughing about it right you know maybe they're mm-hmm. playing with uh office gender politics i don't know i'm not trying to give this movie too much credit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is when um, the woman he was seeing, she leaves him a uh, breakup napkin, oh, which I yeah. found adorable. She just writes his name on the front of the napkin and in the inside, it's like, don't fucking call me anymore. Don't ever asshole. fucking talk to me again. Yeah. And him just losing it, just holding this napkin and tearing it up oh. with, like while holding his breath to the point where veins are popping out of his neck and his forehead. It's just, again, it doesn't look healthy. More of Nick Cage taking this a little too far. Mm -hmm. Speaking of memes and little clips you can find online, he goes to his therapist. He starts freaking out about like, who could possibly misfile a doctor? Oh, the misfile. (laughs) And well, because he's talking about the problem at work where he's got Alba looking for this missing. And yeah, he says misfile. And I love how she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe somebody just misfiled it or put it in the wrong. And his reaction is really like, misfile. Who could misfile? I've never, t- I've <laughs> never, never misfiled anything. And then he, he decides to tell her that everything is in alphabetical. And then he sings the whole ABCs. While clapping and like waving his arms around like a crazy person. And I said I wasn't going to bring up the commentary. The director at this point goes, she didn't know you were going to do this, did she? And he said, no. That's why after he does this delivery to 11 and a half, yeah. Her reaction of very good, you know your alphabet is amazing. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kudos to the actors working against him like you said or with him, I guess you should would say because they their performances, wow. Yeah, cuz yeah. he he sings the whole ABCs, he can't get over it. He's when he puts his hands on his hips and he goes, "I've never misfiled anything." <laughs> He's using every piece of the set. He's on the couch sometimes jumping around. Mm-hmm. He's standing. She's got like 
a giant window. Like the whole wall is glass, but mm-hmm. then there's almost like a window box inside that he's like oh, dancing yeah. around on. Mm-hmm. Then going to, he's using everything, every prop, everything in this. When he trashes his apartment several times, oh, yeah. he throws every piece of furniture around. He breaks all the glass while he has to. He's a vampire. He can't look in the mirror, right? It's amazing. Um, and Yeah, and she really yeah. is reacting like this is no big deal. Like this is mm-hmm. just... You know, here's this She's guy cool again. as a cucumber. Right. She is cool as a cucumber with it all. She's like, all right, all right. Yep. Um, and at the end of his this little session scene with uh, with his 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 um, therapist, he he ends it with it's really bright in here because again <laughs> the vampireness is taking over. Like this wild swing into him screaming on the alphabet, just sitting down and going, isn't it a little bright in here? <laughs> Maybe. So this is when he goes back to his office because it does smash cut from him saying it's bright in here to him now wearing sunglasses in the office. With his shades on, with his shades, and a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Which we hadn't seen before now. And this is when the one secretary is just like, he's so eccentric. <laughs> yeah. And this is now when he's in his, again, he wants to talk to Alba, but this time he's eating pistachios when she comes into the office. And... um Oh, we, I, I think it's important to mention, we did say this for our patrons, but Alva is dressed like she's in Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's bizarre. got these very crazy... Like she is yeah. dressed like an 80-year-old woman. Yes. And it is the, it is the 20-something-year-old... And she's a secretary. She's not doing his... Lawn, like, she's not a housemaid, but she's dressed like a... Like Little House on the Prairie. It's right? very square. Like her shoulders are very square and boxy, and the 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 skirt goes all the way to the floor. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very deliberate choice to put her in there. I think so. I it's think so. Very yeah. Bizarre. Don't yeah. let her turn him on at all. Kind of thing. Um, this is when he tells her again. He's so, he's so <laughs> bipolar with her. One minute he's yelling at her to find the file. The next minute he's apologizing for his behavior. And he blames his behavior on mescaline yep, on yep. his little experiment. And she is like, oh, yeah, I know I did in high school. <laughs> I love how he's like, you want a pistachio? First, he's just eating pistachios. And he really is like, oh, I'm sorry about what happened in the bathroom. You know, mescaline. That's crazy oh, yeah. stuff. And she's like, oh, you know what? Back in high school. Oh, man. And I love how his reaction is high school. Yeah, those were the days, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is nice, I guess. I'm What's not happening sure. With you too. But this is where he then threatens her and basically says that she should stay there all night as long as it takes to find this. This is when he makes another one of his weird evil faces with the eyebrows up. I drew a picture of it on my I don't know if you can see. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. That looks just like him. Um, But he's missing the poofy hair. The hair that sometimes is slicked back perfectly. Oh, yes, sometimes. It poofs out on the side. (laughs) Like, what are those penguins that have, like, the puffy hair thing? Uh, The puffin. Aren't they a puffin penguin? I hope so. I'm going to say. That's a perfect name for them. Right? (laughs) Yeah. But this is when he tells her about what a horrible worker she is and that she's on the bottom of the barrel. Of all the workers, and that's why she has to do the worst job yeah, ever. Yeah, because she asks if somebody could help her, and he's like, oh, I would never make anyone do this yeah. job. It's horrible. It's the worst job, oh and that's God. why you have to do it. And she's, like, miserable. She walks out, and he's like, I think this is when he whispers after she walks out, 
Don't you want to use your gun now? <laughs> yes, that's it. Taunt her. Good idea. This is also when he, after this, he walks home and drops his groceries on the ground because he sees a neon cross. Oh, yeah. The crosses are killing him. He's and I a love how some now. guy's nice enough to help him pick up his groceries. And Nick Cage just runs away. And the guy's Darts like, away. don't you want your food? Now he's back with Beale again, though. And she's asking him to say, I love you. Yes. She's also mm-hmm. slapping him around a bit. Yeah, she's a little more aggressive this time in her visit. She wants him to say, I love you. He mm-hmm. finally says, I do. But he's like staring off. Yeah, this is, it's like a weird, like sitting on the edge of the bed, just like mm-hmm. staring off into space. Nosferatu's on TV. Yeah. It's, it's a whole thing that's happening at this point in the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so she's, again, he's just becoming more vampire I guess. The mm-hmm. next day he's making... Like, Izzy's at himself in the mirror for a very long time. And then he just eats a cockroach. <laughs> Which was a real cockroach, by the way. Oh, yeah? Did that they, Nick did Cage they? brought to set. They wanted him to eat a raw egg, and he didn't think his character would do that. He brought a cockroach and ate it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't think his character would eat a raw egg either. That's more for, like, power building muscle, right? right. Yeah, that that's more they... of a Rocky thing, uh, not a vampire thing. Right. But a cockroach, okay. He brought his own, maybe from his apartment. Okay. Yep, he brought his own. Okay. He actually brought two. The director was like, oh, you brought two? We'll do it twice. Oh, oh delight. This commentary is fun. It, it really, yes. Yeah. It is so worth it. Again, just watching the movie is, is definitely worth it. Uh, I love how now we get a glimpse into Alva's home life. <laughs> and oh. her mom just yelling at her. Yeah, her mom's so mean and not understanding. Her mom's like, well, because she's called out sick to the office. He's Mm -hmm. in the office. He's looking for her. And the ladies tell her she's out with a bad cold. And he's like, a bad cold. (laughs) He's flipping through the Rolodex to find her address. Uh Yeah, her like you said, her her mom is is just like you need to get back to work. You can't, we can't, mom and we can't pay your bills all the time. Yeah, her mom is really like her mom says things like, "Listen, I've hated all my bosses." Yeah, because she's like, "But my boss is so bad." (laughs) Yes, I, I'm so shocked she wasn't like. He chased me into the ladies' room. He jumped on a desk and pointed and screamed at me like. I, maybe her mom wouldn't understand even if she said that. But yeah, her mom's like, get out of bed, get to work. Make the money, make the money. I'm 80 years old. I got to go to work. So, and she's like, no, I'm going to stay home and I don't know, do some ironing. Yeah, I'm just going to iron my work clothes for when I do go back to work mm-hmm. so that they're ready. He, like you said, goes to the Rolodex and finds her address and takes a taxi cab to her house, obviously to haunt her about this goddamn file. <laughs> Not really. No, it's just there to make a truce. Just there to be nice. Mm-hmm. And as we said, she's ironing topless. She's in her bra. Uh-huh. And he's at the window knocking and <laughs> she's like screaming like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I can't hear you through the window. I brought soup. I brought you soup, though. Oh, yeah, because she's sick. Yeah. And then she even confesses. Well, I have to say, I really wasn't sick. It's just that you've been so intense. And he makes a truce, and she kind of upset, accepts it because she's like, I know, it's really, I want yep. to do a good job, and I want you to do a good job. So he's like, I'll tell you what, my treat will take the taxi back together yep, to the office. And she's mm-hmm. like, let me get frumpified, and I'll be right back to <laughs> 
Let me put on my boxy dress. And I'll be right down. And it's not, what do you think? They're a mile down the road, half a mile down the road, when he's like, yeah, I can't wait for you to come back and find that fucking file. Yeah, yeah. They're barely in the car. He's just shutting the door and he's freaking out again about the file. And she's like, but I thought, I thought you said not to worry about the file and that we weren't going to worry about it. And I think he says, shut up, bitch. Is this he what he says, tells shut up, bitch, shut after up. he's like, huh, He's like retching in this cab for some reason. And I love it how she's like, oh, also, by the way, my brother works right up here. Uh, could you stop here for just a second? Yeah, yeah. And he's like puking here. And so she gets out of the cab and I was like, Good thinking, Alva. Pretend your brother... Nope, her brother works there. No, yeah, her brother really works there. And she wants to... She she wants the real bullets for the gun. Yeah. That... that and because she's got, she's claimed yeah. she has this gun in her purse, but obviously, and even her brother's like, you, are you sure? Like, it should be just enough for you to flash the gun around. You right. shouldn't have yeah. to put bullets in it. Yes, because we see how um, terrified she is earlier. She's on the subway. And I'm like, is this the first time you've ridden the subway, lady? You seem very <laughs> unaccustomed to New York life, even though it, <laughs> it appears that she grew up there. <laughs> yeah. And her brother's like, listen. All I have are blanks, so yeah. I guess that's something. And she's like, fine. I, She, I think, literally says the line, like, I want to shoot this gun so bad. Like, yeah, she's, she's, so, she's so scared of this guy, so over it. He's like, all right, fine, I'll load up your gun with blanks and uh, go ahead, I guess, continue on this cab ride. Meanwhile, Nick Cage is just like... Shit talking the cab driver for no reason. Oh yeah, well the ca- they're, the cab driver's talking about his wife because mm-hmm. later he sees the cab driver and his wife randomly. Do you remember That's that? Very bizarre. <laughs> That's very strange because <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't go. It's anywhere. another thing. It's another little tap on relationships and how he's got a weird Hang relationship up. to relationship. He's, he's got some problems with women. Yeah, a little, a little. He's angry at Alba. He's kind of being rude to the taxi cab guy, the driver. Um, but she's back in the car, and now he's really mad. The taxi cab, it took cost him over 50 bucks, and he's pissed. He's like, what the fuck, Alba? Now I've paid 50 bucks, and you, you're staying because she's going to leave at 5 o'clock. And he's right. like, oh, no, you're not. You better make it <laughs> worth my while. I it cost me $50. This is when he goes into the bathroom also and thinks that he can't see his reflection. Where <laughs> we can clearly see that he has one. And he's running around going, where am I? Where <laughs> am I? Where am I? And then some dude just yells, I'm trying to take a dump. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so crazy. <laughs> he, yeah, he can't see his reflection, so he dances around the bathroom, freaking oh, out. Oh, God, where am I? Oh, God, where am I? <laughs> and this is when then he hides, because this is when he's really discovering that he is becoming a vampire, oh, right? Oh, is this when he hides in the corner of his office? <laughs> yes, and he's like, it's impossible. It can't be happening. It's not. And he makes Alva stay all night. To find the file. Oh, also at this time, while he's talking to the, uh, I don't know, ghosts of the cab driver and his wife in his office. Oh, yeah. Maria, sorry, Alva, not going to use her real name, finds it. She found the contract and he's like, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. And they run down all the stairs in New York City. yeah. Yeah, so many stairs. They run all the way, the winding staircase. I was like, what is this office they're in? I had no idea the office was so big. And yeah, this is when he chases her 
saying it's too late, it's too late. And she pulls the gun out on him mm-hmm. and is like, please don't make me use it. But he's desperate for her to use it basically because he, he I think he's suffering to a degree. Yeah. Right? From now until the end of this movie, his character kind of just wants to die. <laughs> like yeah. he just wants someone to kill him. He's mm-hmm. a vampire. He wants to die because he's like, you better shoot me or I'll fire you. Yeah. 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 And she's, she's. She's having a hard time. She does a great job. She's crying. She's yeah. upset. He kind she's of shooting the ground with the blanks. Yeah. So she knows there's blanks in there. He doesn't, which makes it amazing. He yeah. like slaps her around and rips open goes her goes to rape her. Yeah. Maybe well, rapes her. I'm I know. not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she, what she does, but she's on the ground unconscious. He like rips open her dress somehow he was able to get that thing open. So I don't know. I don't really know what's happening because later she does say that she was raped. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, I guess she's unconscious. I think she just passed out. Cause yeah, I think she I, passed how could out. you not? This Listen, she out. was definitely assaulted. We'll say no, 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 that. Right. She I'm was for saying, sure assaulted. By I'm this not saying weirdo. it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then I guess he's so <laughs> upset with what he's done. So upset with what he's become, so upset with whatever, he takes the gun and shoots himself twice in the in mouth. In the mouth. Puts that gun right in his mouth. And that's just, yeah. like, this, we just went through all that stuff with Alec Baldwin, and I'm like, why, why are we using real guns in movies? Like, even then, yeah. why are we, like, why are we doing it now, first of all, whatever, but even at the time, I'm like, oh, why would you, why can't you use, like, a fake? Gun, like I don't know, but it was very upsetting to watch him put a gun in his mouth and pull the trigger because you see like flashbang and stuff like that. That I guess blanks. I don't know how blanks work. Whatever, but it's it was very upsetting to watch this. I'm gonna say you're right, and, and, but but he he can't kill himself because he is a vampire, I guess. And so right. now this is when he goes running through the streets. First, first before this, I love how after he realizes he can't kill himself because he's a vampire, he taps her on the shoulder and oh, says, yeah. I'm a vampire. <laughs> and then him running, running through the streets, yelling, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. <laughs> and the camera's far enough away for me to be like, did people know that a movie was being made? Because yeah. how... Him just wandering around the city at the end of this is is so amazing. And again, going back to the commentary, didn't want to talk about it as much as I have been. During this shot, um, the director was saying, do you remember why you were running like this? Because he's running like, he's almost prancing. (laughs) And Nick Cage is like, no. And the director said, well, you were moving too fast for the camera. And I said, you have to run slower. And you said, if I run slower, I'm going to run like this. <laughs> so that's what he did. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Choice after choice after yes. choice. Brilliant. So good. So he trashes his apartment. This is when he goes home. Yeah, and he trashes his apartment. And breaks all the mirrors. Yeah. This is when he flips the sofa so he gets sleep. So the sofa is kind of like his little coffin. Yep. So he could sleep upside down or in underneath yeah, it. Yeah, he's got this leather couch that he almost had sex on earlier in this movie until a bat mm-hmm. came in. And mm-hmm. now it's his coffin. And 
And every time he opens it, there's the creaking of a door <laughs> sound, uh-huh. which I think is just amazing. But yeah, he flips it over and then like crawls underneath to go to sleep. This is his coffin now. Mm-hmm. And now Alva is in bed, totally traumatized. Oh. And now it kind of becomes her brother's movie for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> we follow this character that we have not met for the first hour plus of this movie. Now, he and his mom are making eggs and eating oh, yeah. breakfast. And his mother's like, well, she's really upset about work. And he's like, dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. Maybe I know something about this. Uh-huh. He's like, she's confessed some secrets to me, my sister. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to be very caring brother, which the mom is not exactly u- uber sensitive. Right. Um, so the need for him to bite, for Nick oh, Cage to bite. Yes, please talk about this. Is it's he's sitting he's sitting in his bed, literally biting his pillow, because he just he needs he needs to bite. And so then he goes to a store like a magic shop or something. Jamie, kind. I, I don't I don't want to get too I don't want you to get too far ahead real quick. Yeah. For people that have not watched this movie, please imagine a shot that slowly pushes in on Nick Cage. Chewing on a pillow and doing nothing else. Nothing else is happening in this scene. But the camera moving slowly toward him. And when I say, like, this is like a 30-plus second scene of him chewing on a pillow. It's amazing. No sound. There might not Mm -mm. even be music. I'm not Mm -mm. sure. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. It's very, he's biting on that pillow. The need to bite's real. It's amazing. he He goes to buy some teeth. Turns out he doesn't have a lot of cash. That guy wants so. to give him some pretty cool ass teeth. And they're yeah. only $20. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. 1995 is what he tells him. Big giant fangs, like huge fangs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they're made of. Porcelain? I'm not sure, they but they look fancy. super cool. Mm-hmm. But he's a, I don't know, high powered uh, book literary agent. Executive. <laughs> literary agent or book executive. <laughs> and he can't afford this. No. He, well, he doesn't have a lot of cash in his wallet. And all the cash he's got is enough for these fake plastic fangs. That We've he, all seen That's them. all he needs. We've all They're put the them Halloween in treats. and then mm-hmm. they fill with drool and it's disgusting. And you mm-hmm. have to take them out of your kid's mouth. It's gross. And he puts these things in. He wears these the rest of the movie and he looks so silly. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They can't even fit in his mouth. Mm-mm. Like, you know that he could have fit those properly into his mouth and it might not have looked that bad. But Nick Cage doesn't put them over his teeth. He Mm-mm. leaves them just outside so uh-huh. that he can't close uh-huh. his mouth. And it's, again, an amazing choice to make it him is. look wildly silly. Very silly. Very, this is when he calls his therapist with the teeth in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he needs a, uh, her an appointment sooner. Sooner. She's like, well, I could see your appointments for Tuesday afternoon. I could see you Tuesday morning. He's like, sooner than that. I'm not like, uh-huh. than that. Well, what about Monday afternoon? <laughs> Monday morning? That sounds great. I'll see now, now we find out that his reception, or sorry, his no. uh, therapist is seeing a much younger man. Oh, who yeah. may or may not be Alva's brother. Could be. Looked very Latino <clears throat> to me. I can't say for sure because he has a very brief scene where he's basically Shirtless. He's just in boxers. Yeah. Yep. Again, the need for the bite is pretty intense, but he doesn't, I guess, yet want to resort, resort to humans. So he chases pigeons for a little while. Again, we just watched Nick Cage chew on a pillow, and now we watch him chase a pigeon, <laughs> catch it, and put it in his pocket, and run away. 
And then he's just burping pigeon when he's back in his apartment. The burp sounds are pretty crazy when we mm-hmm. just see like feathers. It's like a shot of feathers on the floor and it goes up to just, I don't know, bloody, a bloody mess. And he's eating this pigeon and then puts his fake teeth back in his mouth. <laughs> just like later when he bites that girl. I loved it. How he bit that girl. And when he was done, he put the teeth back. And I'm like, well, I, I knew this wasn't going to work. <laughs> And then he gets in his couch coffin again. Yeah, and then he goes snoozing in the couch coffin. And I can't say it enough. When he emerges from under this couch with those big goofy plastic teeth in (laughs) and like dried blood all over his face, it's so great. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, so he sleeps during the day now. Right. And he decides vampire habits. You know, he he ate a bug, he ate a pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's time to eat people. Yeah, now he's got he's to feed. He's got to feed, right? Vampires must feed. So off to the club he goes, the club he knows so well. He, there's a line, but he doesn't care. He fights right <laughs> through that line, walks right through that line. And like you said, this is the scene where he's walking around the, the club with his <laughs> eyes wide and those fake teeth in his mouth, just looking for his, his prey. It's, it's like Nick Cage is a tall man. But he's, mm-hmm. he's like a head taller than everyone else there, mm-hmm. wide-eyed, big plastic teeth sticking out of his mouth, just walking. And then this is intercut with shots of women's necks. We see a oh, lot yeah. Of, like, neck, neck and, and clavicles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then he finds, he wanders into a deserted area of this club, like a gigantic room, which... Some woman has found a great place to just do coke in, I guess. Yeah. I swear she's going to get her bumps on. Yep. She's getting yeah. her bumps on. <laughs> and he walks up with those teeth. She's not afraid at first. She's no. totally She's high it. as a kite. She's like, oh, what's this fun stuff? And then, but then when he goes to make a move, she slaps him away. Right. But then it's, it's feeding time. So. I mean, as if it hasn't already happened in our minds watching this. And, mm-hmm. and if we have seen American Psycho, which I will continue to bring up. Um, This is really where I'm like, I don't know if this is real. I don't know what's happening right now. Did he really kill this woman? We see it in the paper later, but I don't know. Are we trusting that? Like, cause Mm -hmm. he bites this woman's neck and like, like tears her throat out. Like it's a gruesome thing that happens. And then he just leaves and he barfs on some people. Oh Yeah. He throws up, which I guess they just think he's drank too much. Because, you know, he's still getting used to all that blood. And then Jennifer Beale shows up and is like, oh, you're so pathetic with those plastic mm-hmm. teeth. And she's not wrong. <laughs> it really is like, I thought you thought you could be like me. You can't be like me. I'm a cool vampire. You have children's plastic teeth in your mouth, yeah. dude. And then she's like. Yeah, and also I'm with Donald. I'm like, who's Donald? Oh, yeah. Who is this guy? And this is where Nick Cage says, I love you multiple times. They dry heaves all over the place. <laughs> and then he leaves. So again, another weird break from reality or entrance into reality. He sees Jennifer Beals at the club on the dance floor, mm-hmm. assaults her. And she's like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like, don't you know who I am? And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And so this is just some woman. And then Donald gets all in there and is like, dude, you get get out of here right yeah. now. And yeah. then he gets tossed from this club. So I'm like, 
Well, no, before he gets tossed from the club, he starts screaming. He starts outing her, and he's like, she's a vampire, everyone. Look at her teeth. Look at her teeth. Look at her teeth. As he's screaming through giant plastic teeth. Right. Right. Because, yeah, because I'm like... So, yeah, this is when you're like, okay, so did is this... Because she does have a little sly smile, but it's not like you ever really do see her teeth. So you're like, is this... No, because I was like, is this just a woman that he has seen at the club... Mm-hmm. A lot, so he's envisioned her as being this vampire. I don't know. It would have explained more if we saw Jessica Lundy or sorry Sharon in the background or something mm-hmm. like that hanging out, and then we see her later too. But I was like, well, I don't, I can't be her. I mean, that can't be the vampire. I don't know. I DK either. I loved it. I loved it. Me I love too. it. I love it. I love not Same. knowing. Same. Give it to me all um, day. Give it to me all day long with this one. This is when Alba convinces her brother, though, right? Right, yes. What, what's got to be done, that he, she was assaulted by this man, and he's not having it either. Um, yeah, she's like, listen, my boss raped me and everything, mm-hmm. and he's like, She's right, got a big go. old let's bruise on the side of her face. Kill this dude. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, this is... And also, after being thrown out of the club, I guess he's wandered the city all night long. Because now the sun comes up and he's like, oh, no, the sun. Oh, yeah. And then he just runs around in daylight. And he's breaking boards. He breaks a giant sharp piece oh, off, yeah. of a, off of a pallet, like a wooden right. pallet. And he's just asking people to murder him. Yeah. But this is when now when Alba and her brother go to look for him. And do they, they don't see this whole interaction he has no. with the wall, right? Oh, okay, no. good. Hey, Jamie, um, why did I write the words disco death in my notes? Do you know? Disco death. I don't know. All right, never mind. When they're at the disco? No, this is later. I said that he goes to a church and he asks people outside the church to kill him. And then I just wrote disco death. <laughs> she, he does ask people. <laughs> I don't oh, the it. church bell rings and he tells them I'm a vampire, kill me. He says the torture is the tortures of the damned because the bell rings. Then maybe I was thinking of something else. <laughs> I was like, what would be a cool band name? Oh, Disco Death. All right. Disco great. Death. He's a bloody mess. His hair's, I don't know why I'm so concerned about his hair, but it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. He's got blood all over himself. He's all like hunched over too. And he's walking around the city with this broken board mm-hmm. and he comes up to a building and then we cut to him really put together, looking better than he has ever in this movie, honestly. Yeah. yeah. In his therapist's office. From now until near the end, it's just cutting back and forth between him talking to the side of a building and being in his therapist's office, but delivering the same dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Having this interaction with the wall and his therapist but Mm -hmm. basically they're coming to she's talking about him being in love right and i think he says like this is when you realize how crazy he is and how he thinks that love will make him happy and again it's going back and forth and we see that he's really just screaming with this uh pallet stick and this bloody face at this wall but then he's also having what seems like a, a sane conversation with his therapist, one of the calmest ones he's had. And <laughs> really she's is. like... It's, it's the best conversation right? he's had with her the whole movie. She says to him, you know <clears throat> what? Because he says, yeah, you're right. All I'm looking for is love. I just want to find love and I'd be 
holy shit, that's what would make me happy yeah. is if I could find love. And she's like, you know what? You awesome. like my my client that's right after you. I don't know why I didn't ever think to put the two of you together. She comes <laughs> in right so after awesome. you and she wants the same thing. And he's like, well, really? She does? And she's like, yeah, she's about to come in for her appointment. Let me, let me just introduce the two of you. <laughs> awesome. It'll be great. And so now there's Dorothy. Is that her name? Sharon. Sharon. Sorry, Sharon. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, she introduced him to Sharon. And this is when he confesses. Because she's like, you guys are going to be great together. And Sharon's like, yeah, oh, my God, like all the same things you do. They like the same music, long yes. walks on the beach, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, this is going to be great, except except I did rape somebody <laughs> a couple of days ago. And they're like, what? That's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. And he's like, okay, that's great. I did murder. I, I might have murdered someone because of the vampireness. And they're like, people get murdered every day. Don't. She tells him, go on, get out of here. Go on with your life. The two of you are just so perfect together. Yeah. And this is where I'll Sharon take care goes, of the police. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> She's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the police. It'll be great. And this is where Sharon goes, so where are you originally from? And I was shocked when he goes, I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Like, all right, great. Okay. Now him and Sharon go on a walk through the city. First of all, it's lovely. Like, this scene is lovely because... As we said, switch back and forth between him and her, in her office and outside the, talking to this building. When he gets together with Sharon, that's when he walks away from this building and then turns around, turns back and walks back to the building and goes like, also, I may have raped somebody. <laughs> it's, it is so great. And the other great thing about this is that by the time he and this imaginary Sharon get back to his apartment, they are having a knockdown drag out. Fight. Oh, yeah, he starts fighting with her. He's like, Don't ask me about why I was a vampire. I told you, stop asking me about my vampire days. Awesome. It is really great. And I don't think he's ever going to find true love. No, no, it's going to be hard oh, for him. It's, it's be wonderful. Rough. But they do, um, Alva and her brother, they do see him go into his oh, apartment. Oh, right. Mm hmm. So her brother gets out with a tire iron. He's going to beat him to death. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready to fight. But he gets in the apartment. The apartment's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Nick underneath Cage his. Him out a little bit because he sees that he's sleeping under the couch. Yeah, I like how Nick Cage scurries under this couch. And he's got pillows lined up under there to make him. Yeah, and he's comfy. got books that hold it up a little bit so that he can yeah. slip under. Um, but yeah, Alva's brother <clears throat> takes no time. He's a little startled at first because he's like, "Wow, this guy's really a weirdo," but. He's ready for it. He's like, just kill me. Just take yeah. this pallet. And- he holds it right over his yeah. chest. He's like, can you maybe just push this down? Just, just push it in. Bit? And his brother and does. He the brother obliges. Mm-hmm. And now we we see. I love that. I love how this ends because he's got that. He's got the board sticking out of his chest. He's mm-hmm. dead. And we pull back to reveal an empty apartment. It's yeah. not even like we see Alva's brother there. It's it's so. Great, and that's how this movie ends. Mm-hmm. This Great. is a, this is an absolute gem of a yeah. movie. <laughs> I agree. Great movie. I think we both enjoyed it. This is a perfect, like a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. I I know that might sound crazy, but no, this it's is wonderful. I could watch again, like immediately, not immediately. The next day, I woke up and I was <laughs> like, "Oh, there's a commentary. I'm going to watch this right now." I I'm just so glad watched you this did. Movie. I'm going to watch it with a commentary right yeah. now. Oh, I was, I was so happy. Top we notch. Loved it. I love we it. We loved it. Yeah, yeah the we end. Did. We don't, we don't even no. have to 
Talk about why we loved it. We know. No. We know. Put why. a little bow on it. We got it. <sighs> Do you have any recommendations? Hard to recommend from when you enjoy sure. something so much, right? You sure. just want to recommend people watch it. Um, and I feel like I recommended this before with another kind of vampire movie mm-hmm. that we've seen, but that um, uh, I think I actually recommended the movie "What We Do in the Shadows." Well, it's now mm-hmm. a TV show. Um, and it's on FX, I think. And it's pretty clever. It's pretty funny. It's yeah. vampires. So there's that. Yeah, I would, I would second that recommendation. I wasn't sure if I would like the show. Because I was like, the movie's so good. Why would... Why no, but the show, show is fun the way they yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yes, yeah. It's absolutely wonderful. I don't Three seasons? Did they do? Is that how many they have so far? I think Four? three, yeah. Three? Okay. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's really funny. Um... What about you? I'm going to recommend the 2021 Nick Cage movie, Pig. I don't think I recommended that before, oh, have I? Oh, no. Mm-mm. It's really great. And if you want if you want a very subdued Nick Cage, if this was, I don't want to say too much, but if you're like, oh, what else can this guy do? Um, it is a masterful wow. movie. Yes. Okay. You should watch it immediately. Uh, he's like a, a truffle farmer. Okay. He's kind of a recluse. He lives out in the woods, and he has this little pig that helps him find truffles. And cool. then, like a rich guy from the city, the big city of Portland, um, comes in to get the truffles because he can always find the best ones, and gives him a ton of money for it and everything like that. And then his pig is stolen. Oh. And you would, and this movie is so great because. When somebody described this to me and just told me like, oh, I don't want to tell you what it's about, but uh, here's the general and then just told you what I just told you. I pictured some sort of like John Wick-esque thing where he then goes on some murderous rampage through the city. Mm-hmm. But no, it's so subtle and it's quiet and it's beautiful and it's really, really great. Yes. All right. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend. Pig about a truffle wonderful. farmer. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Nick Cage yep. all about him. Yeah, so uh, Jamie, it's that time of year. Yeah, and I hope I hope you've given some thought to this. Have I given thought? This was a really tough. It's been so many birthdays now. Is this my seventh birthday with the podcast? Eighth birthday with the podcast? Well, this is the end of our seventh year. I don't know how that works. Okay, <laughs> and if I could just—I'm sorry if I could just break in real quick. If, if yeah. you were—if you're just like a vampires kiss fanatic, and that's why you're listening to this, um, we usually we choose episodes oh, for yes. certain reasons, mm-hmm. um, and uh, once a year, or I guess twice a year, you and I get to choose a movie just because it's our birthday. Right. It's a little present for us. So exactly. this is your—this is going to be your birthday pick. All right, I'm going to do my spiel that my birthday pick is always very hard to choose, and we're seven years in now, and, you know, I could do lots of different kinds of movies, cartoons. I like to choose movies, generally, that I enjoyed watching. So, um, one that I remember watching and enjoying very much in my childhood was um, Big Business with Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler. (laughs) I love it. I love a Lily Tomlin. I'm not crazy about a Bette Midler, but you know what? I, the two yeah, they complement each other. They complement each other. Okay. You'll see. And there are twins. They're, this is one of those movies where, and they do it now still a little bit like in the 80s when they did like the parenthood and they were, it was like, a, not parenthood, parent trap. And okay. what was that? Didn't we see another movie where it's like, it's the same, because they played a set of twins. 
that are switched at birth. So they're each. So wait, they're not. It's not like a twins scenario where they're twins. They each have a twin. Yes. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm very excited. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that. All right. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, join us in two weeks' time when we're going to be talking about big business. That's right. For Jamie's birthday. So, uh, (laughs) happy uh, birthday in advance. Thank you. Is that how that's said? I think that's that's pretty much how that's always said. And uh, everybody, until we see you again, have a great two weeks. I'm not a vampire. I am a vampire. What is happening? can pick something that we can't find but we're gonna watch well we're gonna have to it's gonna be leg work you know how that goes we're probably gonna have to i don't know pay a prostitute to watch it in her room with her i don't know how these things work uh, have um, you been doing that because there's easier ways to find this stuff <laughs>